Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello, everybody out there in podcast land. Welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I am your host, Ted Moreno, Ted A. Moreno, and I am a certified hypnotherapist, success performance coach. I'm a published author. Um, I'm a speaker. So I've got some stuff going for me. (laughs) So thank you so much for tuning in today. And what I basically do as a hypnotherapist is uh, hypnotherapy is all about subconscious reprogramming. The idea being that we have been programmed one way or another by childhood experiences, by society, by different influences. And sometimes this programming as adults no longer works for us. For an example would be if you're programmed to believe that you need to be poor, if you're programmed to believe that you have to suffer to enjoy anything in life, right? Which is a contradiction, of course. So if you have any of these things going on, I can certainly help you. And I do offer a a complimentary 30-minute phone consultation if you want to ask any questions about hypnotherapy, about how hypnotherapy can help you. Keep in mind that even though I'm located here in sunny Southern California, I can work with people anywhere over Skype or the phone. So I'll tell you how to to reach out and, and get in touch with me a little bit later. But for now, we're going to get into today's podcast, Hypnosis and Religious Beliefs. So a couple of things. I teach at the Hypnosis Motivation Institute, the nation's first accredited college of hypnotherapy, where I'm currently an instructor. Now I was teaching the uh, Hypnotherapy 101 class, and a, a, a young woman in the class said that she told her grandmother that she was studying to be a hypnotherapist, and her grandmother told her that she is a Satan worshiper and worshiped goats. And, uh, <clears throat> well, she was, you know, a little bit unhappy about that and wanted to know how to deal with, you know, people that have a very strong re- religious belief against hypnosis. And, of course, I, I gave her some advice and told her how to handle these kind of things, which is part of the, the training, right, and to, to help people understand what hypnosis is, okay? But uh, I wanted to address the issue of hypnosis and religious beliefs because a lot of people have a very strong religious beliefs and they also want to explore hypnotherapy. A gentleman came in recently, uh, had a couple of sessions for some anxiety in his life, disappeared for a while, came back and said, you know, um, I, 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 I should be able to get rid of this anxiety uh, using prayer, but I noticed that I wasn't, when I wasn't coming to you and just praying, the anxiety was getting worse. He said, so I'm a little bit conflicted between um, prayer and hypnotherapy. And of course, I said, well, <laughs> use both. You know, they're both valuable, of course, but um, I had to talk to him and help him to understand um, how we can bring together the idea of religious beliefs and hypnosis. So first of all, let's be clear that there are different types of hypnosis, right? There is stage hypnosis, which is entertainment. 
And maybe in a future podcast, we'll talk about stage hypnosis and how that works. But it is real for the most part. And uh, people are up there doing uh, wild and crazy things under the influence of hypnosis. So that's stage hypnosis. I don't do stage hypnosis. There is hypnotherapy, which is using hypnosis, the tool of hypnosis, to help people. I am a certified hypnotherapist. And of course, there is self-hypnosis, which I spoke about in a recent podcast, how to do self-hypnosis, which is very, very powerful. There's also something called covert hypnosis. So covert hypnosis is using hypnosis to influence people when they're not aware that they're being influenced. So there's a whole bunch of hypnosis uh, teaching out there about how to pick up girls, for instance. Of course, they don't teach that at HMI, and it's not something I'm very interested in, being a married guy. I wouldn't want to go back to being a single guy again. But, you know, there is like covert hypnosis on how to do that and how to influence people. And of course, there's different levels of hypnosis. Of course, you know, if we're, for instance, a salesperson, we use certain words, we're trying to influence people, it may not be hypnosis, but you know, hypnosis is a way to influence people. And we want to use the tool of hypnosis for good, of course, uh, and not for evil, right? Um, when we talk about going to a hypnotherapist, the most important thing is that you trust your hypnotherapist, that you take the time to give a person a call, a, a prospective hypnotherapist, take some time to talk to them, uh, do some research on them. That's very important so that you bring a sense of trust uh, to the hypnotherapeutic process. You know, I truly believe that um, hypnosis and the ability to use hypnotherapy is a gift given to us by God, or whatever word you want to use to describe the source or the universe. So God gave us the gift of being able to change our beliefs. So St. Paul in 1 Corinthians uh, uh, chapter 13, verse 11 states, When I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. And I really do think that this speaks to letting go of beliefs uh, from the past, from our childhood that no longer work for us. And hypnotherapy is in a large part a system to change beliefs that don't work for us. Okay. A lot of people say the Bible is against hypnosis. That's not really true because the word hypnosis came into being much, much later uh, after the Bible was written. Hypnosis is a modern term uh, from the 19th century. Um, opponents of hypnosis often uh, turn to uh, Deuteronomy 18, verses 9 to 13, um, where the Israelites are entering into the promised land. God gives them a warning not to enter into the practices uh, from the pagan lands ahead. So God says, let there be found no wanted sacrifices. Um, no one sac should sacrifice his child in the fire. Stay away from those who practice divination and sorcery, engaging in witchcraft and casting spells. But, you know, I think modern-day hypnotherapy is, is a stretch uh, from those things, from sorcery and witchcraft and casting spells. Most of the hypnotherapists that I know are just super fine people who want to help humanity. And, of course, I can say the same thing about myself, right? So one of the things I do is I record the, the hypnosis session so people can actually hear what was said. The words or the suggestions that I give to my clients in hypnosis are based on what they want, not on what I want. So I follow the client's wishes. 
Um, and if somebody comes in and they have, you know, they're skeptical and, and, and they're not sure, then we'll have a conversation. So I'm not going to hypnotize somebody if they don't want to be hypnotized. So for me, it's all about what the client wants and helping them to get what they want. And one of the reasons that there's so much distrust about hypnosis is because of, you know, the movies and media which have portrayed hypnosis as some kind of nefarious way to control people. You know, look into my eyes, you are under my control, that kind of stuff, right? And I think it's given people a bad view about hypnosis. Um, But, you know, we also have to say that in the past, hypnosis has been associated with the occult, you know, voodoo, that kind of thing, right? Um, I don't know if that's still being done, but... That's why you want to do your due diligence and really get to a point where you can trust your hypnotherapist and make sure that they're on your side, okay? So I just wanted to address the whole um, hypnosis and religious beliefs things. There are some some, um, Christian denominations that absolutely forbid the use of hypnosis. Uh, I'm thinking of Seventh-day Adventists. Um, Jehovah's Witnesses, um, other, there's a few out there that absolutely forbid the use of hypnosis, but I would suggest that most modern day um, religions don't see a problem with hypnosis because hypnosis is backed up by scientific fact. There's lots of research that shows that hypnosis is a viable and very helpful way to, uh, to help people who, can't, who maybe can't be helped any other way. And uh, so it's my belief that hypnosis does not conflict with uh, religious beliefs. Now, there's some people that suggest that, um, you know, when you're in hypnosis, you're open to influences you might not want to be open to, such as the influence of demons, etc. I really can't speak intelligently to any of that. I don't have enough information about that to be able to say. Um, I'm not sure I believe in demons, but I do believe that there are influences out there in the world that we need to watch out for. But again, Um, You want to trust your hypnotherapist. They shouldn't be putting their beliefs onto you or negating your own beliefs, okay? And uh, in all my 16 years of helping people, I've never had anybody have a bad reaction to hypnosis. I've never had anybody tell me anything other than that was nice, that was pleasant, I really enjoyed that, thank you. And of course, the best thing I hear from my clients is thank you for helping to change my life, you know, which is... I got that going for me as well, okay? So this is a a big topic, and there's a lot to say about it. And if you go online and you look up um, hypnosis and religion, there's plenty of articles. LDS Church has an article about uh, their view on it. There's a number of different uh, articles about um, about, uh, religion. Christianity and hypnosis. So go check that, those out if you have some conflict and uh, see what those different uh, bits of information out there have to say, okay? And of course, if you want to have a conversation with me, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me in just a quick minute here. So that is tedmoreno.com. So that's how you get in touch with me, tedmoreno.com. Podcast page, tedinyourhead.com. You can look at all my previous um, podcast. You can uh, uh, see the different ways to access or consume my podcast. And feel free to reach out and say hello on social media, especially if you have some 
kind of uh, opinion about this. You know, I'd love to hear it, okay? Now, if you get nasty, I'm going to block you so we can be friends and we can have a different opinion and talk about these kind of things, and I'm more than willing to because they really do need to be talked about. So I welcome any discussion or any questions about this. And so in closing, let me leave you with a quote, a quote by one of the most famous hypnotherapists of all time, a guy named Milton Erickson. And he said, you use hypnosis not as a cure, but as a means of establishing a favorable climate in which to learn. So hypnosis is used to learn. So thank you so much for taking the time to tune in to the Ted in Your Head podcast today. I take my podcasting very seriously. I know your time is valuable. I want to thank you so much, and I'm very grateful for your tuning into my podcast. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted in Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.